Welcome to the Employment Law and HR Podcast with your host, Allison Colley. Hello and welcome to this episode 109 of the Employment Law and HR Podcast. I'm your host, Alison Colley. I am a solicitor and employment law and HR specialist, and I run the firm Real Employment Law Advice. This is episode 109 of the podcast, and we've been going for quite a long time. If you haven't listened before, then thank you for listening now and tuning in. I hope you enjoy the episode, and do feel free to listen back to old episodes. Now, before I get started with this week's featured content, which is a great case, actually, a really interesting case that you've probably heard about on the news, I just want to tell you and I think I might have said this in an episode before recently, but this week I will be attending the Law Society Excellence Awards for 2018 held in London on Wednesday the 17th of October. Now I have been shortlisted in the category of Sole Practitioner of the Year and there are a number of people in the category, all great solicitors as well, but hopefully I will be lucky on Wednesday and will be successful. So do keep your fingers crossed for me. I will obviously report back in the next podcast how we get on, but I'm really looking forward to that. And if you do follow me on social media, so Twitter and that sort of thing, then look out for us on Wednesday. We'll be posting some pictures and updates from the awards if you're interested on Twitter. So you can follow the firm, which is Real Advice Work, or my own Twitter, which is Alison Colley IOW. And that's where all the news and updates will be posted. So without further ado, I'm going to get into this week's featured content, which as I say, is a very interesting case. So the case that I'm covering this week is the case of Lee versus Ashes Baking Company Limited and others and this is a case from the Supreme Court and you may have heard about it in the news and it's to do with the gay cake case I think is what the news channels are calling it but essentially it's a case from Northern Ireland and it involves a situation where Mr Lee attempted to purchase a cake from the Ashes Baking Company which contained a slogan on it in support of gay marriage. So what were the facts of the case? So in a bit more detail, I'll tell you what happened. And I've taken the facts from the Supreme Court judgment here. So Ashes Baking Company Limited is run by Mr and Mrs MacArthur in Northern Ireland. And they have a number of shops, think about six shops and a number of staff in the UK and the Republic of Ireland. By way of background, the business was run as Asher's Baking Company Limited and Mr and Mrs MacArthur got the name Asher's Baking Company from Genesis 4920 which says the bread from Asher shall be rich and he shall yield royal dainties and so as you can probably tell from that Mr and Mrs MacArthur were Christians and held quite strong religious beliefs. Again, by way of background, the facts state that Mr and Mrs MacArthur had attempted to run Ashes in accordance with their Christian beliefs, but their biblical connection of the name of the bakery hadn't been advertised or wasn't otherwise known to the public. Now, Mr Lee, who brought this claim, 
is a gay man who volunteers for an organisation called Queer Space. And it is an organisation for the LGBT community in Belfast. Now, in Northern Ireland, in April 2014, there was a motion supporting same-sex marriage, which was narrowly rejected by the Northern Ireland Assembly. And shortly thereafter, in May 2014, Mr Lee was invited to an event organised by Queer Space to mark the end of Northern Ireland's anti-homophobia week and also the political momentum towards same-sex marriage. And Mr Lee decided that he would take a cake to the party, which is where Asher's Bakery comes in. Now, Mr Lee had previously purchased cakes from one of the branches in Belfast and he wasn't known to Mr and Mrs MacArthur, but he had been a customer before. He didn't know anything about Mr and Mrs MacArthur's Christian beliefs about marriage and they knew nothing of his sexual orientation. Mr Lee tried to use Asher's Bakery's build a cake service, which was where they could have any image and logo or inscription or wording put onto a cake, basically. So on or around the 9th of May 2014, Mr Lee went into the shop and placed an order for a cake. Now the cake was to have a picture of Bert and Ernie on it from Sesame Street and the headline Support Gay Marriage. Now it was Mrs MacArthur who took the order from Mr Lee and at the time she took the order she didn't raise any objection with him. She took his money and processed the order. Over the weekend apparently Mrs MacArthur considered the request for the cake and decided that she couldn't fulfil the order for Mr Lee and therefore she telephoned him on the Monday, explained that she can fulfil his order because they were a Christian business and that she couldn't print the slogan that he requested because of that. She did apologise to him, gave him a full refund and returned his cake image, so the picture of Bert and Ernie. Now you've probably realised, and I didn't say this at the beginning, but this case isn't actually an employment law case. So you might be wondering, why are you talking about it now, Alison? Well, um, it's about discrimination and, crucially, about direct sexual orientation discrimination and also discrimination by association. And the principles of this case and the, the judgment in the Supreme Court are applicable to employment law as well, so in the employment setting. So although this case is about the fulfilment of a service, it is also relevant, in my opinion, and useful to know what the outcome was from an employment perspective as well. So that's why I'm talking about it. So anyway, so Mr Lee had his cake made by somebody else and he made a complaint to the Equality Commission in Northern Ireland. And the case was taken up by the Equality Commission and it went through the civil courts. Now, in the county court in Northern Ireland, the judge decided that it was discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation. The case then went through various appeals, the Court of Appeal, etc., and ended up at the Supreme Court, where the judgment was issued this week. So, from making his order for a cake in May 2014 to the Supreme Court in October 2018. So, what the Supreme Court have decided is in favour of Mr and Mrs MacArthur. 
and the Ashes Baking Company Limited, that there wasn't discrimination here. Crucially, when looking at the judgment from the original case with the judge at the county court level, and then looking at the facts and evidence available, the judge in that first instance didn't find that the bakery had refused to fulfil Mr Lee's order because of his actual or perceived sexual orientation. Instead, the judge had decided that they had cancelled the order because they were opposed to same-sex marriage because of their genuinely held religious beliefs. So it wasn't that they objected to Mr Lee, i.e. the messenger, because of his sexual orientation, whether they knew about it or not. They actually objected to the message. And therefore, the reason for the less favourable treatment here was not because of Mr Lee's sexual orientation, but rather the message that he wanted on the cake. The judge hadn't compared the correct circumstances here. They hadn't applied the correct comparator when looking at whether there had been discrimination or not. The judge hadn't said that if a heterosexual person had approached Asher's Baking Company and asked for the same cake with the same message, that they too would have been refused. Because it wasn't actually the person, the customer's sexual orientation that was the issue for the MacArthur's. It was, in fact, what they were asking them to produce on the cake. In the Supreme Court, the judges decided that the fact of supporting gay marriage in itself was not a proxy for a particular sexual orientation. And therefore, it couldn't be linked to say just because you support same-sex marriage that you had protection from discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation. In relation to the question of whether there had been associative discrimination, i.e. that Mr Lee had been treated less favourably because of someone else's sexual orientation, the Supreme Court disagreed with the Court of Appeal's previous decision and the Court of Appeal had said that it was a case of association with the gay and bisexual community and therefore it was the sexual orientation of that community that Mr Lee was associated with was the reason for the discrimination. The Supreme Court decided that there was no evidence to support this in this case and in fact Mr and Mrs MacArthur had employed and served gay people in the past and continued to do so, and there was no discrimination there. So again, the crucial point here, which the Supreme Court drilled down into and put quite succinctly, is that actually it wasn't the protected characteristic of sexual orientation here that was the reason for their behaviour, or the less favourable treatment. It was the fact that they were opposed to same-sex marriage and therefore couldn't make a cake with that message on it. The reason was actually their religious objection to gay marriage. I know that in listening to this, there will be many people who will be making comments under their breath, maybe expletives about the decision of the court in this case. And therefore, I, I want to read you Lady Hale's summary, which comes from paragraph 35 of the Supreme Court judgment, as I think it, it does put this very well. And she says, In reaching the conclusion that there was no discrimination on grounds of sexual orientation in this case, I do not seek to minimise or disparage the very real problem of discrimination against gay people, nor do I ignore the very full and careful consideration which was given to the development of the law in this area. 
Then she goes on to say, experience has shown that the providers of employment, education, accommodation, goods, facilities and services do not always treat people with equal dignity and respect, especially if they have certain personal characteristics which are now protected by the law. It is deeply humiliating and an affront to human dignity to deny someone a service because of that person's race, gender, disability, sexual orientation or any of the other protected personal characteristics. But that is not what happened in this case and it does the project of equal treatment no favours to seek to extend it beyond its proper scope. Now, if you talk to my colleague about this case and the outcome in this case, he will undoubtedly say that this is just a demonstration of how the law works in a terrible way. And I can see from a lay person's perspective how it may seem frustrating that seemingly somebody can, what looks like, discriminate against another because of their religious beliefs. But actually, as Lady Hale says in that summary I just read to you, there is protection in place for discrimination based on those protected characteristics. But in this situation, that wasn't the case. Mr. Lee wasn't refused because of his sexual orientation. He was refused because of what he wanted on the cake. Now, if you compare this to a case that has been dealt with in Colorado in the States, you'll see the difference here. And the case is actually mentioned within the Supreme Court judgment. So I thought it'd be useful to talk about that as well. You can see in paragraph 59 and read more about it there. And I'll put a link in the show notes to some of the news articles on the case. But basically, the case from Colorado is Masterpiece Cake Shop Limited versus Colorado Civil Rights Commission. And it's from June 2018. And what it says in the Supreme Court judgment is, after the hearing in this case, whilst this judgment was being prepared, the Supreme Court of the United States handed down the judgment in the Masterpiece Cake Shop Limited case. The facts are not the same. A Christian baker refused to create a wedding cake for a gay couple because of his opposition to same-sex marriage. There is nothing in the reported facts to suggest that the couple wanted a particular message or decoration on their cake. The Colorado Civil Rights Commission, upheld by the Colorado courts, held that the baker had violated Colorado law prohibiting businesses which offered sales or services to the public from discrimination based on sexual orientation. The baker complained that this violated his First Amendment rights to freedom of speech and the free exercise of his religion. Now in this case the Supreme Court ruled in favour of the baker here. They decided that the Civil Rights Commission of Colorado had in fact violated Mr Phillips the baker's rights under the First Amendment, which guarantees the freedom of expression. In this case, they didn't actually look at the wider principle of whether a business could actually refuse to serve someone who's gay. Now, the difference between the Colorado case and the case here is that there was no message on the cake. The baker, Mr Phillips, had merely refused to bake the cake because it was for a same-sex couple. Now, In that case, he was arguing and the Supreme Court agreed with him that he had the freedom of expression and that that was on the basis of his religious beliefs. If that had happened in this case, in that the bakery had refused to serve Mr. Lee because it was for a same-sex couple or because of his sexual orientation, then 
in my view, it is clear that that would have been discrimination because the reason for their refusal, the reason for the less favourable treatment would have been his sexual orientation rather than what he wanted on the cake. So hopefully I've illustrated the difference there and maybe put your mind at rest to show that there is that protection there in relation to sexual orientation. But undoubtedly, this issue of the competing rights, so the competing of different protected characteristics, is going to continue to come up and I'm sure will come up again, both in the service sector and also in relation to employment cases. I would always be really interested to hear your views on this and if you are so inclined to go and have a read of the Supreme Court judgment I will put a link in the show notes so you can have a look at it it is rather interesting there were other points in the case in relation to a claim for discrimination in relation to political beliefs but I haven't gone into that in this podcast because I don't actually think it's as relevant for us and for the employment perspective but ultimately the same outcome came from the Supreme Court in relation to those other claims and that was that it wasn't because of a political belief it was because of the message on the cake rather than being the protected characteristic. So not to keep going on about the point but um, in those other parts of the case the Supreme Court ruled that it was actually the message. So if you do want to have a read of it, I will link it in the show notes, as I was saying, and I would really love to hear what you think about it, what your comments are, and um, what your opinion is on the case, and whether you think it's the right decision, and whether you think there should be more protections in place for things like this, and to prevent discrimination in these types of circumstances. And equally, if you think that the law has gone too far, then again, I'd love to hear from you. So please do get in touch, leave comments on the website uh, the podcast as well as going out on Spotify and Stitcher and iTunes and all of those it does go on my website which is adviceforemployers.co.uk forward slash podcast where you'll find the podcast and you can leave a comment underneath the show notes there if you want to just as a final point on this I did say at the beginning that it is a case that's widely reported and it is a case that's been going on for four years and one of the reports, which is on the BBC site, which again, I'll put a link in the show notes, focuses on the fact that this case, all in all, has cost around £500,000 in legal costs. So it's reported that the Equality Commission have spent in the region of 250000 in bringing this case and that the Asher Bakery have spent around 250000 in defending it all for the sake of a cake worth £36 or something like that. So it is an interesting look at the case when you think about it, for the amount of time, stress, hassle, costs involved, and then for it to reach this outcome. But my view, obviously it would be as a lawyer, is that with regards to points of law, in order to reach a conclusion to them, in order to have a definitive answer. They do need to be litigated and they do need to go through this process. There has been some criticism of the Equality Commission for spending so much money on this case particularly and I believe at the outset and possibly through the case there has been a question about whether the Equality Commission should be supporting the case when it competes with religious beliefs potentially and the fact that the Equality Commission are there to uphold all or help to uphold 
all areas of protected characteristics. But I guess that's a debate for another day and something that I'm sure will be considered in the future. But I do hope that it doesn't prevent organisations from funding such cases because, as I say, without it going through the legal process, then you may not get the answers. You may not know what the law is and there may not be that clarity there for employers and employees. So I hope you found that interesting, slightly different to normal in that it's not related to employment. But again, I think it's an interesting case that is relevant to employment law. If you have any questions, any issues regarding discrimination or protected characteristics, or you need to make decisions and you're really not sure whether you're complying with the law, then we can help you with that. We help employers and employees every day in relation to employment law and HR, practicalities and litigation. So do get in touch. You can contact me directly. My email is alison at realemploymentlawadvice.co.uk. Finally, before I go, I just want to say a huge thank you to a local business here on the Isle of Wight who are fellow members of the Isle of Wight Chamber of Commerce and that is Leslie's Motors. Leslie's Motors have recently at the Isle of Wight Chamber Business Expo did a competition for local businesses to have the use of one of their cars to give it a try, see how it works and and basically have a look at what they do. And Real Employment Law Advice for one of the businesses chosen. So thank you very much to Leslie's Motors. We have the use of a Kia Seed for a couple of weeks and we're enjoying using it. So thank you very much to Leslie's Motors. If you want to see what Leslie's Motors do, you can have a look on their website. It's www.leslie's with an I-E-S motors.co.uk. Thank you very much for listening. And I hope you enjoyed the podcast and continue to enjoy it. I do look forward to hearing from you. So do get in touch or connect with me on LinkedIn. Have a great week and I will speak to you again in two weeks time. Thanks again for listening. Just want to finalise by saying I wouldn't be a lawyer unless I had a legal disclaimer. So I must just say to you that the information in this podcast is for information only. It's general review and a general update. It's always necessary to get specific legal advice about your circumstances. So please don't rely on anything that you've heard in this podcast. But please do feel free to contact me if you'd like further information or specific advice.